everyone. This is Bianca, your official host of the Sincerely Be podcast. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Man, I cannot wait to start unveiling and unraveling today's topic. Well, without further ado, this next series is all things identity. Let's get to it. Identity. 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 It's a word that we toss around often. Who am I? What am I? Who are you? What are you? What do you do? What really is identity? Well, I took it to Oxford Languages and I looked it up. And identity actually translates to the characteristics determining who or what a person or thing is. Another part of the definition is the fact of being who or what a person or thing is. And that one kind of caught my attention because. It says the fact of being who or what a person or thing is. And so then I looked up fact. Well, what's a fact? A fact is a thing that is known or proved to be true. And when I read that description, it really made sense what identity is. You see, identity is something I think that we've all got inside of ourselves. But I also think that it's something that daily we begin to understand. Identity within oneself is something that we walk into. I believe that you, you, you come to terms with your identity. You meet your identity. And then you start walking in your identity. And when you start walking in the fact, in the truth of who you are and what you are here to do, I think that is the key to anything you put your heart and your mind to do. So identity, let's unpack that a little bit. I know that I speak for myself when I say, how many times have I heard the expression, be true to yourself? Yeah, be, you, you've got this. Be true to yourself. Well, what does being true to myself mean? What is my truth? What is my foundation? What am I rooted in? And identity can get a little blurry when you don't know what you're quite rooted in. See, identity, how can I explain identity? Identity to me is like a mirror. If what I see reflecting back to me is not something that I truly believe in or hold true to, then when I challenge myself to really believe 
in my truth, then I can't really find my identity within myself. So then I start looking for my identity in others. I start looking for my identity in my neighbor. I start comparing myself to see if maybe I will start reflecting their identity. And so I start taking form of what the other person looks like, of what my neighbor's doing. I start putting my own identity to the side and I start taking on the identity of somebody else. Now, that's no longer identity because that's not my own truth. That's the truth of somebody else that has done the homework, that has challenged themselves to look in the mirror and search from within, to ask the hard questions, to heal from the trauma. Now, that's not to say that you can't know who you are and heal from trauma. It's to say you grasp even tighter to who you are in spite the trauma. Now, identity is, is, is this thing. It's this objective that I have to come to terms with. Nobody can come and tell me, you are this, 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 good or bad. Because if I don't see it within myself, then I'm never going to believe it. I'm never really going to see what they see in me. So I've got to do the hard work. I've got to go from within myself. I've got to search for what I truly am grounded in and what I'm rooted in so that I can start reflecting that truth. And so here I want to share with you a little bit of my own discovery and the things that I've had to do to truly grasp onto my identity and root myself and, and, and ground myself in my truth so that when I reflect, I reflect my own, my own identity, my own truth. So here you have a 18-year-old just graduated high school, just got a job that she is underqualified to do, but eager enough to learn the trait and eager enough to learn. And, and it's a great opportunity. I started working at a law firm as a receptionist and quickly was granted a notary license, and started being given all of these responsibilities. And it was great, but I didn't know what punctuality meant. I didn't know the weight of responsibilities that an office expected of me. I didn't know 
how to truly honor and appreciate the opportunity I was given. And so after a short three and a half years, walked away from that opportunity because I didn't know the value in myself and the worth that I brought to that firm. There are some times where I think back on that time and I see how much I've grown now, but it makes me think, how many opportunities have I blamed others for that I actually missed out on because of me? I walked away from relationships and friendships that were probably meant to bless me and help me achieve the goal quicker, but I turned them down because I had a blurred vision of my own identity that I couldn't see the true opportunity that that was for me. And so after three and a half years of being at this firm, I start waking up. I start really looking in myself. I'm about 22, 23 now. And, you know, I start thinking, okay, well, what do I need to do to really appreciate all that I have to offer? And let me tell you guys, The road can be long and extensive if you choose long, hard, sweat, tears. But there are opportunities that get placed in your life. Whether you see them or not, they're there. But you have to be willing willing to see the truth in yourself, to find value in yourself to feel like you actually deserve those opportunities. After really being shook and and awoken up by my own reality, I realized I have no reason not to give my best efforts forward. I have no reason to let these opportunities go through my hands like water. And so I stopped asking for opportunities and I started asking for wisdom. I started asking for confidence in myself, but I, I, I more than anything started asking the Lord and I started asking of myself for a clear vision of who I was to really fall in love with the great woman that I am. And this is so much more than not having a partner and wanting to get to know what I have to offer. And no, I wanted to get to know me. Who do people think I am? Who do I think I am? Because I'm never going to be able to truly accept what others think if I don't know who I am. Because what will happen is what they think of you will start becoming what you think of yourself. But if that is not your truth, then you will start taking form of their own truth and their own perception of you. So fundamental to know who I am.
and the search began. And I'm sure we've all heard this reference, right, of soul searching. Some people take a gap year between college to explore and find themselves. And I didn't get a gap year. (laughs) I kept working. And I had to discover who I was in the midst of work. And I guess what I'm trying to say is life doesn't stop. Today was Monday and tomorrow's Tuesday and then Wednesday and then Thursday. And the same way that life passes, life begins. And the same way that today it rains, tomorrow it shines bright. Times are all evolving. And yourself and your search for who you are is continuous. It's daily. I can't wake up today and be satisfied with who I was ultimately yesterday because I want to keep growing, because I want to keep learning, because I want to walk into a wiser be tomorrow. I want to walk into a greater at thinking and processing and learning be tomorrow. I cannot grow satisfied or complacent with who I maximized myself to be yesterday. And so you begin to create and cultivate this search that you're excited for, that you're hungry for, that you're motivated for, because you actually start to like spending time with yourself and you start going to different places by yourself and you start really getting to know who you have the optimum potential to be. And so when you start unveiling this person that's inside of you, you realize that you're kind, that you're patient, that you're loving. You start realizing those pet peeves that you don't like. You don't like loud music in the car. You don't like being honked at in the middle of traffic. You love to to receive gifts. You love to give gifts. You All of these things start developing because you are giving yourself and allowing yourself to get to know you. So identity is this pursuit of yourself. I'll say that again. Your identity is this pursuit of yourself. And it almost becomes this symphony of who am I? What are my likes? What are my dislikes? And the advantage, if you're a single gal or guy, of learning who you are and what you're worthy of and what you're deserving of is no no guy or no woman can come and sugar your ear with kind words and convince you that you deserve them. And then all of a sudden, you're in this abusive, toxic relationship because you didn't know what you were worthy of receiving. But instead, when you have a clear understanding of your identity, 
then when that person comes and tries to lure you in or when that job opportunity comes and it's not very good for you and it's a toxic workplace and and it's just not edifying for yourself, you know how to kindly turn it down. You know how to say, thank you for the invitation, but I'll pass. You say, thank you for the opportunity, but you don't take the job because you know what you're, you stand for. You know your truth. You know not to settle for anything less than what you're worthy of. And there's a balance. There's a balance in it all. Because you're not going to say, oh, I'm too good for that. No. Because along with identity is humility. They're intertwined like the DNA. They dance together constantly. Identity in yourself and humility in yourself have got to be partnered. It's, this is so important. It's so important, in fact, that it's worthy of its own episode. You guys, we have come to the end of this week's episode, Identity, and it is side by side with our episode next week on humility, and I am so excited, but that's it for this week, guys. I hope that you have an amazing and fulfilling week. Would you be blessed? I'll see you guys next week. Bye.